The NFL Combine is officially in full swing, which means that the Fumble Rooski podcast's official bashing of the NFL Combine is going to be in full swing. My name's Adam Wright with CJ Medeiros, Justin Tucker. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Secret Weapon Consulting, and we have a great show in store for you guys tonight. We're going to do our full coverage of the Draft Combine. Actually, well... We're gonna cover we're gonna cover it after what is going on now, but we wanted to kind of go through some of some of the past NFL combines, some players who outdid themselves and turned themselves into draft busts, other players who outperformed their uh, their their performance in um, their performance in the the uh, the combine, um, and joining us to cover all of these topics, including. His Jets, yet again, we have special guest for the fifth time. We got Aaron Wise. Buddy, this is, you, we've, I don't even know if it's been that many times. It could be six, seven. You've been on quite a few times. But, dude, um, why don't you reintroduce yourself to some of our new listeners? All right, so, obviously, I'm a special guest on the show. So, uh, my name's Aaron Wise, and uh, I'm from Kansas. Uh, going to going to school here, and uh, I'm a big Jets fan. Hope we get a Super Bowl ring sometime soon. And then, uh, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta line up your priorities first. You gotta get that quarterback. And yeah. uh, I guess Zach Wilson isn't the guy. Um, I held out hope, but I guess not. Well, we're going to jump right into it. And so I wanted to touch on players who outdid themselves players who kind of had a high drafts had a didn't really have the highest of draft stocks going into it and then they lit it up and it turns out uh they wound up being massive busts first i wanted to touch on and i'll let i'll let you give the first input here cj because i know you have strong feelings about this guy john ross he was fast, though. Yeah. John Ross. John Ross go fast. That is all. You see, <clears throat> let, let me tell you something about John Ross. I mean, I you know, I, for those who don't know, I, I love the draft, and it's one of my favorite parts of the offseason. And the thing is, I was just getting into it at that time, and I didn't really know him all that well. I had him as like a mid to like late second rounder. And then he had the 40 time where he breaks Chris Johnson's 40 time record. And all of a sudden that man shot up draft boards to being a late first rounder. And what happens since he picks him at nine? Wait, well, that wasn't nine, right? What was it? I believe it was eight. Oh, oh, even worse. But I believe, yeah, he might've been a top 10 pick. And no, he he was a top ten. I, yeah, I, it was okay. either eight or nine, but I believe I it was eight. Check. So yeah, they drafted him in the top ten. And even at the time, you have a younger CJ who was like, "Oh yeah, that's a bit of a reach." And look what happened. He fell apart because it's nice to be fast, but when you can't run routes well or catch well, it becomes a bit of a problem. Which is why 
as much as we love the combine, or as I like to call it, the underwear Olympics, uh, well, it doesn't always matter because he's been in the league for about six-ish years, I believe, and look what he has to show for it. Nothing. Literally. He has nothing. He, he has a career, a career, 62 receptions, 957 yards, and 11 touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, and, he, and his first season was in 2017. That is, that's why you just can't go off the 40-yard dash. I know it's the most popular event, but you cannot go off the 40-yard dash. Okay, okay. I know that he didn't pan out in the end, which is why we can get away with saying these things about John Ross. But you had him evaluated before the draft, late second, early third round, despite his production at Washington at the time. Well, well, you got to remember, Justin, this was like – I was like just getting into the draft then. And I'll admit, looking back, I mean, I probably should have had him as like early second rounder, but like – I'm not going to pretend that I got it right. I'm not going to. Because uh, I was just getting into it. You're going to have to forgive me on that one. Fine. I'll, 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 I'll forgive you on that. And I was going to say, he was at least late first, early second. That's can what I, give, I say about that. He didn't can I give it. you guys another one? All right, let's hear it. Tavon Austin. <laughs> Don't talk about him. Don't talk about him. He can still succeed. He can still succeed. And hey, how old is he? Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's old, man. He's old. He's man. been in the NFL for a long time. Guys, yeah. You is, guys want me to say y'all y'all won't give let me give give up on him. I, I still won't. He hasn't it's, gotten for more than two hundred thirteen receiving yards in a season since twenty sixteen. Yeah, it, it's raps. It's it's raps. Years old. And you got to remember, these skill – sorry, I don't want to cut you off. I just want to say these skill position players age like milk after they turn 30. He he had one season where he had over 500 receiving yards. One. He was drafted in 2013. He was in the league all the way up until 2021. Listen, you guys don't get me to give up on him. I'll tell you that much. I'm sorry. He's he's Baltimore's (laughs) own. He was born and raised in Baltimore. I can't give up on him. He can still – It's over, it means man. that it's I over. can't, I can't give up on it. If y'all want to, you're perfectly entitled to. I won't, and I want to say that he was Cordero Patterson before Cordero Patterson was a thing. That's how I feel like he should have been used. Cordero Patterson's better, man. Now no, Pat- Patterson has been better. He's he's put up yeah, better he's better. production. I'm telling uh, he, you, never say that again. The same way he was, I think they have similar production. I'm not saying he's better or not. That's how I think he should have been used. And honestly, yeah. let's talk about like Patterson is another draft bust. Not really. Like, he was a, he was another he was draft a first bust. rounder, and he should not have gone. He was yeah. He got judged way too high, but no, I don't know. It's like yeah, yeah. He got judged way too high though. Where did he get drafted? Patterson. I thought it was first round. Was it like the 29th pick? I thought he was like twenty something ish. Yeah, and right. was like in the end of the day, he's a return specialist that gives you touchdowns on that side of the ball. If he gives, still gives me touchdowns. I'm fine with it because considering how he panned out in the end. For the if last you look couple of 2013 draft, it didn't pan out at all for anybody. Right. But you have to you kind of have to look relative to how they to where they were drafted to how they were doing, how they did in the league. Because it, right. So that's that's not worth that's not worth his draft stock. If he went late first and he's been he's been a journeyman, then that's not that's not good enough. 
I don't think you're being yeah. fair in comparison to what that draft class was. 2013, and if you look at the landscape of what that draft class was, I can't name many people that outdid him specifically. Yeah, I, I mean, you can make you can make the argument that they it was just a bad draft class, but that doesn't that doesn't mean you credit the player. I mean, it was just a bad draft class. We're we're not looking at it relative to that. We're looking at it relative to the rest of the league. I think that draft class was just an overall bad draft class, and I think he did well considering where he was picked and relative to everybody else that went ahead of him. I think right. that's fair. I mean, that's all well and good, but if it's still a bad draft class, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, would you rather just be a can of would you rather be a can of garbage or or a gold painted can of garbage? I mean, gold. it doesn't matter because they're still garbage. Gold. All right. Let listen. I want to I want to touch on two more players. First one, Trayvon Walker, <laughs> as early as last year. Now the jury is still out on him. Why are we even addressing this? But if you look at him relative, like what he did this in his rookie season relative to what he was that they thought he was going to be after the draft after the NFL draft combine dude too soon too I never soon. yeah 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 I agree I agree it, it's a bit too soon man I'll give you like two more years the jury like I said the jury is still out it should have been brought up his draft stock went from being a late first rounder to the number one overall pick and I'm sorry he had no business being drafted over Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. Just you know, it's, it's not the top 15 period. Again, uh, too soon. We're just you not going to agree on this. Too you soon. could even you could even talk about about Sauce Gardner, and he's a corner. Corners don't get drafted number one overall. <laughs> but I mean, he's better like, than a Daniel. Was his name something Singly or something? Derek. Singley. Singley. Oh, Derek. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, but he uh, just st- single sing, st- Jesus. I, I had that. I had that. I botched that really bad. Yeah. Um, I yeah, misspoke. But yeah, I mean, Sting- Stingley has also had issues with injuries, so he's going to take a year or so to be to get to where he could potentially be. But Sauce Gardner has been. I mean, I would argue Sauce Gardner so far um, has had a better. I mean, I not even argue. I mean, Sauce Gardner so far over Trayvon Walker. One make the playoffs. Um, oh, yeah, the, yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, so yeah. far it doesn't look good. Jury's still yeah, out. You know, I agree. Year, one year. Jury's you still don't look out. like a number one overall pick. Like, if I'm being honest, like, I know it's early. I know it's early, just like what Justin said. I just don't think Trayvon Morgan should be a number one overall pick. Like, Aiden Hutchinson has put way more impact on his team than Trayvon did. All right. Trayvon didn't really do much. But anyway, right. that's it. All right, one more. And I, I I lumped both of these guys together because they're both quarterbacks. Jamarcus Russell and Tim Tebow. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell is worse. Oh, oh yeah, easy worse. Easy worse. Oh, oh man, I can't. I just... Hey, you put two bad quarterbacks at once. That, that... Actually, no, actually, actually, you know what? That was actually pretty good that you did brought those two quarterbacks up, actually. That, that, I actually like that, that Av did brought that up. So his best season, his best season was his sophomore year in the league, where he threw for twenty four hundred yards, thirteen touchdown to, touchdowns to eight interceptions. Oh my! After God. that, after that, he started just nine games and he was out of the league. Two and seven quarterback record, three to eleven touchdown to interception ratio. Oh my God! Is is, is this Jamarcus? Yes, Jamarcus Jabba Russell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Talk. What did you call him? Jabba the Hutt, Jamarcus. Nice. 
Wait, what? <laughs> if Stephen A coined the term Jabba the Hutt, Jamarcus Russell, yeah, that's how he described Jamarcus Russell, yeah, he did say it though. Stephen A Smith did say it though. He, <laughs> he did because Jamarcus Russell just didn't care at the time, he just didn't care. Yeah, Stephen went off on him, man, on, on his ESPN show many years back. And okay. listen, Tim Tebow. Listen, I, I understand his. I understand that he was a very decorated quarterback in college. He shouldn't have went but, that way. But when you mention him, when you mention him, and he didn't, he didn't even wind up throwing in the combine. This should have been a red flag for all for all teams that he redid his throwing motion to adjust to the NFL. Yeah, how much of a red flag is that, man? If that doesn't tell you. Uh, project, I don't know what does. Again, Aaron Rodgers adjusted his throwing motion. Yeah, but, I mean, this guy has been primarily a running guy his whole career. So if you're just I actually didn't know that. I didn't even know that, actually, but Tim Tebow did that, that he didn't throw. I, mean, look, I didn't even know. A couple of quarterbacks have done that. Patrick Mahomes as well. He's had He had issues throwing with throwing the ball early on. Uh, Lamar Jackson ha- had some as well, but yeah, I mean it's it should still be a red flag. I how mean, about, like a lot of people said that Patrick Mahomes was overdrafted. No one's saying it now, but at the time he was not going to be as as he was not projected to be as high as he went. He was mm-hmm. not, and I know a lot of teams are saying, especially the Saints who are at twelve, are saying, "Well, if we if we had the pick, we would have we would have drafted." Because he came to an air raid off. No, they wouldn't. They would not have drafted him. Of course, they're going to say that. Of course, of course, of course, you're going to say that. Hey, Adam. Oh, Pam. So, like, back back in 2017, though, like, like, if I'm being honest right now, if I'm be be super like honest, like Deshaun Watson would have honestly would have been the most safest quarterback in that draft class because he won two national championships and he's done more than Trubisky and Mahomes combined. But now, since we're looking back. Then Mahomes is the better quarterback. I mean, Watson's still good, but Trubisky is just a big bust. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, fair. like, listen, um, Mitchell Trubisky was drafted way too high, and relative to how he has, if he was drafted like, l- like let's say in the four- third or fourth round, and with the way he's the way he plays, you could say that, that that's a decent quarterback. But relative to where he was drafted and how he is doing. It wasn't worth the pick. It just wasn't. The the Bears botched that pick big time. But then again, at the time, no one saw Patrick Mahomes going at number eleven. No one did. It just it, nobody saw it. Actually, was he was he eleven or ten? Eleven. All right, eleven. And then, and then, um, and then Watson got drafted any... right after. And then, and Watson got drafted right 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 like the next pick. All right. Well, we are going to change gears and go to players who didn't have the best combine, but wound up having quite the successful career. So that's next. You won't want to miss this one. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast. Touchdown, Buffalo! 
This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power88 and Secret Weapon Consulting, Adam Wright, CJ Medeiros, Justin Tucker, special guest Aaron Wise. We are doing our coverage on past NFL draft combines on players. So previously we did, we just did players who had a great combine, but not so great career. Now we are going to the opposite. We're reversing the roles into players who had not so great combines, but florist once they got into the NFL and they proved everybody wrong. So I wanted to start, we'll, we'll start out with a bang here and we're going to go to Cooper cup cool. and his, his 40 yard dash 4.6. I mean, that is, that is slow. And then his vertical jump was just 31 inches. And so just looking at, Looking at his uh, weaknesses, a little upright through his routes, lateral quickness out of breaks underneath provide no early separation. Keep in mind, the best aspect of this, ki- of this kid's uh, game so far in his career has been his, it, it has been his route running. And they're, they're taking shots at that, at that. Operated as a big slot, but could lack separation quickness to open clean throwing windows underneath the NFL quarterbacks, build up runner who doesn't seem to eat up the early cushion. Some scouts question the ability to be a productive starter as outside receiver. Hmm. Excessive fakes and jukes into breaks at times will need to win with more efficient routes. Can you believe that? Saying that about one of the best route runners in all of football? Needs to make more efficient routes. Hey, he took that personally. Protracted, gear down, getting into breaks for deep comebacks. So it's all about route running. And yeah, I get that his his speed was lackluster. But his route running, I mean, either it improved or they just got it wrong. And the the combine just doesn't help. But this guy, this guy played well. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So here's the thing with Cooper Cup. Hear this. He's been in the league for six seasons, you know, since this uh, report that has not aged all that well. He's put up 6,329 yards, literally averaging over 1,000 yards a season and on and 46 touchdowns to boot, all while being honestly kind of injury prone these, low these past few years. Yeah. So I mean, he's still even with the injuries, he's still good. So it's not about physicality; it's about route running and getting separation and getting open. And it looks like he can do that pretty well. I do say so. Uh, what it was it set an NFL record? Yeah, he did. He almost did in receiving yards too, but he was like, mm-hmm. "Nah, I'll chill. Calvin can keep it." <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait, wait, ah, uh, nah. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy, crazy though about Cooper Cup and Calvin Johnson is that is that Matthew Stafford literally kind of set two records with two different receivers and always broke the record twice. Yep, I yeah. think that's kind of funny. And he won a Super Bowl with uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, I wish he did with the I wish he did with Calvin Johnson, but what could have been? What could have been? All right, well. Our next player 
is Jarvis Landry. So Landry ran a famously slow 40-yard dash at just 4.77, nearly five seconds. And his vertical jump, just 28 and a half inches. And his bench press was solid. It was 12 reps. That's all right. Um, 10-yard split, 1.73 seconds. Um, But his overall – so the overview – is it seemed like they kind of in like it sounds friendly, but it almost sounds like everyone's expectations got so much so much lower that you almost have to be optimistic. Polished, quarterback friendly, sure-handed possession receiver with a flair for the highlight reel catch. Could be an effective number three option, capable of lining up as a Z or slot, working short to intermediate in beating zone coverage. So they saw him as a number three option who could kind of line up anywhere. And he does have good hands. They, they pointed that out and he, his, his hands have been incredible. He can, he can, he can catch very well. Um, For weaknesses, he has a fairly lean frame could stand, could stand to bulk up and get stronger in order to combat the jam. Um, Lacks elite explosiveness and top end speed does not have an extra gear to take the top off. And to be fair, he is a he has been uh, traditionally a slot receiver. Um, average line release, acceleration and suddenness could struggle to separate uh, versus defenses. Quick twitch quick twitch cornerbacks. Large percentage of catches are conce- are contested. So all of these are are top are are um, knocks on his speed because I mean he he ran one of the slower one of the slower 40, 40 yard dashes of any wide receiver in this draft class. Actually, I think it was the slowest there. Uh, lacks ideal height and is not a, a great leaper. Started just twelve career games. So, and this guy wound up having a pretty good career, especially at the beginning. I mean, he was looked at. In the same in the same light as Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, prime days for good reason, right? Both LSU guys, and what he was doing in the league, he, I think he tied like a reception uh, record with Odell Beckham. I think Odell matched his receiving yards record, and then Jarvis just overtook him eventually because he just kept getting so many balls thrown to him. Yeah, so in 2015, he had 110 receiving yards. Uh, and then 2017, he had 112. But not for many yards, just 987, so under 1,000. But he's had three career years with eleven with over 1,100 yards, which is pretty impressive. I think that's, that's better than what his uh, draft stock projected him to be, um, especially since he went uh, – he went in the second round. So it wasn't terrible, but it was the end of the second round. It was 63rd overall. Yeah. Um, all right. So we sa- we saved the best for last, and I got a laugh out of this when I was prepping for this episode. I'm going to go – so this is Devontae Adams. Hmm. Oh, and he's, he's still wound up going in the second round, but don't let that fool you. I mean, the this draft – this combine analysis was a joke. So – I'll just read his overview. A long-limbed, sure-handed possession receiver with starter caliber positional traits. 
lacks top-end speed and strength as a 21-year-old third-year sophomore entering the draft early is growing into his body and developing core strength. A poor man, a poor man's Michael Crabtree. Mm. A poor man's Michael Crabtree. Mm. Adams yeah. possesses very intriguing upside to be groomed. So they kind of looked at him as a pros- as a project who could be a starting wide receiver in this league, but a poor man's Michael Crabtree. Mm-hmm. And then it gets worse with the weaknesses. Lacks ideal functional playing strength to consistently beat the jam and get hung hung up at the line. Long strider and is not sudden out of his breaks. Production was inflated for a quick hitting lateral pass game. I mean, that's just. I and I I have, hang, I have I I have it. I put up Michael Crabtree's stats, just to clown on this. So. In Michael Crabtree's 10 years of being in the league, he had just two seasons where he had over 1,000 yards. Two. Now, those two seasons were pretty good. He had 85 receptions, 1,100 yards, and nine touchdowns in 2012. He had, in 2016, with Oakland, he had 1,000 yards, 89 receptions with eight touchdowns. He's always been a solid wide receiver. But I'll tell you one thing. Michael Crabtree is not a wide receiver one. He's not. No. 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 At best, a third. He's a high-end. He's a high-end two. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, looking at at Devontae Adams, he's not only a high-end one. He's arguably the best wide receiver in football perennially for the past for the past four years. Yep, he is. He's up there. This guy's been incredible. And it's it gets worse when you look at his, when you look at his college stats. His last year in college, he had 117 uh excuse me, 1700 receiving yards. Yeah. And 24 touchdowns. He had a historic year. And they still overlooked him because of his drafts, because of his combine stock. Yeah. Mhm. It was a joke. The whole thing was a joke. And I guess the Packers can be can be grateful that they got him as a steal in this draft. Yeah. It's too bad they couldn't capitalize on it, huh? They did capitalize basically, on it. Basically, basically, Devontae Adams basically just had a Rennie Moss-like year, kind of. But it was just both in college. Yeah. With, all those, with all those touchdowns he had, that's, that's ridiculous. Yep. He was awesome. Yeah, like did he like like then he had Derek Carr throwing the ball? Yeah, yeah. Der- Derek Carr. He had Derek Carr too, who was also overlooked as well. Oh, yeah. And I will say, Derek Carr hasn't been anything great in the in the NFL, but he's been good. He's a good quarterback. Uh, I don't know. Twenty sixteen, he did have an MVP case, but I don't think he was going to win it over Matt Ryan. But he did have an MVP case. He had a case. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I mean, he's better than his brother. Huh. Yeah, well, that's is. not exactly stiff competition. The number one overall pick? I think that's... Oh, yeah. Fifth. Oh, yeah. Actually, speaking of that, I know we're way past that. But we should have brought that guy up. <laughs> I just thought of David Card. Wait, was <laughs> Yeah, but at least he's better than his brother, though. Like, Miles better than his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to bring up one last player before we go on to... Uh, 
before we go on to Aaron uh, to Aaron's guest segment. So we've cool. been we've been trashing a lot on the combine. I want to give you one instance where it actually helped a player, where the stats really didn't show it, but his draft stock went up because he was so because this player showed out and showed his true colors. DK Metcalf. Yep. He was able yeah. to show. Yeah. He was able to show that he has a better bench press than Khalil Mack, a defensive end, well, outside linebacker slash defensive end. And he's faster than Brandon Cooks, who's known as a speedster. Yep. And he's a wide receiver. And he's what? 250 pounds and has a six-pack? 238. 238. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean... Like, and if you looked at his college stats, it was nothing, it was nothing to look at and say, wow, this guy is going in the first round. And he didn't go in the first round. He went in the end of the second, but still, I don't even think he he had good enough stats for that. He had flashes here and there of what he could be in the pros. It just, he couldn't stay healthy. Right. And he had AJ Brown on his team. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, speaking of that, well, I forgot what draft. DK got drafted, but I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember what year it was, but I remember uh, at the time as a Jet fan, you know, I wanted DK Mack over AJ Brown, but of course we didn't draft him because we know we because the Jets are, are allergic to talent. So if we do draft somebody, we'll draft somebody like Stephen Hill, which nobody has even heard of that guy before, who's a draft bust. But yeah, man, I don't. I, that's just me, man. I just I just like big. Physical receivers, man. I like the big dudes. I don't like the skinny guys. That I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not a fan. Of I, I, I like the big, fast guys. I don't know. I just, how would I just be? So out of three, out of three years where he played in Ole Miss, um, so his first, his first year, his freshman year, only played two games, only had two receptions. But his sophomore year, or it says freshman, so I guess second year, his second year at Ole Miss in 2017, that was his best year with just under 650 receiving yards in 12 games which doesn't ju- which doesn't wow you really it's it, it's good it's solid but it's not good enough for him to go at the in the end like anywhere near the second round third fourth round especially since AJ Brown was picked in the third round so i don't know i i i think this is a time where it actually worked out it actually worked out for for um for for a player, right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, coming up next, we've got Aaron Wise. So lifelong Jets fan, and they have a bit of a quarterback situation on their hands, and plenty of options open between Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, plenty of different players. Aaron is going to cover all of that next. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast.
This is the Fumbled Rooski Podcast by Power 88 and Secret Weapon Consulting. Adam Wright, CJ Medeiros, Justin Tucker, special guest, Aaron Wise. Welcome to the guest segment of our show, sponsored by Secret Weapon Consulting for business plans, secret shoppers, bar spotting, server and manager training, and so much more. Visit www.secretweaponconsulting.com. So Aaron has a segment where he is going to cover all of the options the Jets have at the quarterback position, including Zach Wilson. Aaron, what do you got? All right, so obviously we're in the situation again. Uh, don't really like it, but I kind of do like it because it brings more drama to the team. Good drama, by the way, uh, for once. So, uh, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers, uh, he was in the dark for four days, which I heard he was only there for three days. I guess he could take it anymore, and uh, I don't know. I just want Aaron Rodgers to make his decision so he can get a quarterback ready, because I just want to be over. I just want to I want to, I want to get a quarterback before the draft. It'd be nice. Look before free agency so we know who we got so then we can, like, move on to other things. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, I like Aaron Rodgers as a football player, but I'm just still hesitant if we should even, you know, trade for him because he is 39 years old and you never know with these old guys because that they can fall at any second just like for example Pate Manning back in uh 2014 he had like over 4,000 yards 39 sessions I think he had like 15 receptions he looked he, he looked fine in the very next year his arm fell off and he fell off and he the father time caught up to him real fast all of a sudden and I'm just nervous. It's going to be like that with the Jets, man. We trip for Aaron Rodgers because the Jets, man, it just feels like bad things always happen. It feels like we can't have good things, man. I, I'm just – I don't know. Me, personally, the Jet fan, if I'm a GM, I'm not giving up two first-round picks for a 39-year-old. Maybe if he was 33, I would do it. But he's 39, and it's just too risky. I, I don't know. It's just mm, – mm, mm. it's just – all right, it's just too risky. I don't know. But also, sure. yeah, there's Derek Carr. I mean, I'm just not a Derek Carr fan. But if he wins games, I'll be happy. But I don't know, that? man. No, I'm a Trevor Lawrence fan. That's the guy I wanted. So, <laughs> so Aaron, you are so you're hesitant on Aaron Rodgers because of his age. But you don't yeah. want Derek Carr because he's you, you're not sure on on how he would perform. So what do you want at the quarterback position this year? That's a great question, man. Honestly, as a Jeff fan, I'm just gonna be content, man. Okay, it, it, it can't be Zach Wilson. I can't. I, I can't do it. I, I I can't do it. It can't be him. Um, heck, man. Like he. What? You didn't like his gritty against the against the Steelers. No, 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 I did not. No, actually, okay, I'll tell you about it. I like the gritty, okay? I was doing the gritty. At, it was, at that time, it was all fun games, man, until we started losing. Then that then that wasn't funny no more. But <laughs> but now, though, man, this is, this is so tough, man. Like, there's Brian Horde out there. Jeff Fans want him to be the backup. I don't – I have Zach Wilson as the backup because at least Zach – has athleticism, as at least he can move and run. At least he has an arm, okay? He may not have the, which one I'll call it, Thunder Demos. I can't say it right. Well, you guys, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have that right. Um, 
there's there's Ryan Tannehill. I mean, we're really we're really looking at all the options now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Jet fans want him. Uh, he's kind of boring, man. Like he's he's not he's just not he fun, wants, man. He wants excitement on the offense. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I want some excitement. I mean, there's Lamar Jackson. I know you're not gonna like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, he might be out there, but here's the game. Hear me up about Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. Lamar Jackson, he's cool. He's cool. He's fun to watch. He does a lot. Of, he's like Michael Vick. He's a lot of spin moves and the mm. joystick moves. But here's the thing, though, man. I don't want to give up four first rounders, five second rounders, and. Let's say let's let's we put sauce in there for example, which I hope that never happens. Oh, and and and, and, and you guys want Quinn Williams for some reason, and for Lamar, I will not. I don't. Lamar Jackson is just way too expensive, and if we do that trick, then we gotta pay him the money, and then, and then we gotta cross the fingers that he doesn't get hurt again because he's starting to get hurt now all of a sudden. And I'm just man, there's pros and cons with all these quarterbacks, man. Pros and cons. Tom Brady, he's out of it. He's out of it, unfortunately. Uh, let's be real. I knew. Way to go, Tom. Bro, I knew Tom Brady was never coming to the Jets, man. I knew that was never going to happen. He I doesn't that like the been Jets. A good option. I, I'm not going to lie. That that would have been a solid option. I wouldn't like hmm. it. But and we're getting way off topic, so let's not touch on this for too long. But I kind of liked it. Yeah, I think it would have yeah. worked out. Just let him collect his AARP checks, please, guys. He's already please. gone. Oh my! He's already gone. He signed the papers. You don't need to. I, you don't need to get to hear it from me anymore. All right, then. Good. You would I, I, I still think he could have gone a little longer, though. Oh, this my. might sound like this might sound crazy, man. Okay, nobody really talking about this, but hey. Why not trade for Dad Prescott? The Cowboys don't like him no more. You want Dakota? Actually, you know what? That is. Why, why not? I don't know if they're gonna be willing to give him to you. Like the Cowboys have sank so much money into him. I'm sure their fans would like it. But then again, their fans don't run the team. I think. But, but also, also think- with the Jets, so too, I can see why no quarterback wants to come to the Jets because one, we're a poverty franchise. Second. The state income tax is ridiculous. They like their money. That's why Tyreek Hill didn't want to come here. So it's feels like it, oh, oh, and the two, the Dolphins are trying to get Aaron Rodgers. So we're gonna lose there because he he's gonna want to go somewhere hot, and he wants his money. So Wait, the Dolphins are trying to get Rodgers. I haven't heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of interested a little bit. I don't. But Dolphins are trying to get a quarterback. They have one. It's just I heard they yeah, damage someone else's brand. Who really I knows? Heard, I heard something somewhere about it. Let me type that in. You guys keep, keep talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, anyway, still, I, I got Derek Carr without having to give too much up, except money, but that's about it. Yeah, so I mean, the Cowboys are going to want at least a first for Carr. Come on now. You mean Prescott? I mean, yeah, Prescott. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I sorry. mean, Wait, I don't want I don't want Kirk Cousins. I I'm good on Kirk Cousins, man. Like I did want him 2018, but not no more. Like he's just old and nah, I'm good. I mean, I guess we get Derek Carr, I guess. I guess we get him. Oh, I think you guys are not with Derek. Let me I'm tell you one Aaron Rodgers wants to come. Let me tell you about one thing about Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. So the the Jets they the Jets added Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator, which was a which is an indicator that they want 
uh, that they want Aaron Rodgers, whether you whether you agree with it or not. And uh, I'm not saying I agree with it or, or uh, either, but that kind of means, especially with the way Nathaniel Hackett with, was with a quarterback who wasn't named Aaron Rodgers this past season, you better hope that they get him. Because if you wind up with anyone else in Hackett's offense – then he's probably not going to be – this, this Jets team probably won't be that good. Yeah. I, and I like, mean – I that's mean – That's kind of their point of doing it. They they wanted Aaron Rodgers, and they brought, it, they brought him in as bait. And it worked out yeah. with Green Bay. They have Garrett Wilson. They have a couple other wide receivers as secondary options. They have a solid offensive line when healthy. When healthy. Emphasis on when healthy. But – like that's that's kind of their that's kind of their only route, and if they wind up with Derek Carr, then it's not going. I don't. I I fear that it's not going to be as good as they as they hope it will be. Yeah, like like so like this. Okay, so like okay, okay. I guess with Aaron Rodgers, the only concern I have is him being it's just him falling off. But also too though, it also makes sense. Aaron Rodgers come to the Jets because he likes Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson likes Aaron Rodgers. That's Zach, Zach like Zach Wilson like that's that's Aaron Rodgers' favorite player he grew up with. So then we got that going on, and like in we're in New York, man, and uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll just see. We'll just see what happens, man. I guess. I mean, I'm not as a fan. I'm not gonna keep my hopes up because I'm too used to getting disappointed. Every time I get my hopes up, we get we get smacked in the face every time. So I just decide to stay numb. Period. So I learned my lesson. Don't don't get your hopes up, man. I just learned as a Jet fan. But one more thing, I know it's a little off topic, but at least with Patriots fans here and the Ravens fans, y'all yep. want something in your life. You seen greatness. I haven't seen nothing but losing. Okay, and and lunch bags on my feels, face and and the butt fumble too. Don't forget about that. Man, it I was just trying to go wow. there, man. I was wow. just trying to go there. Real mature. It builds there. character, yeah. man. It, it builds character. It, right, it, that's character. Well, well, you'll get you'll get somewhere someday. Maybe when you're 80 or something. <laughs> Why don't All you? Right. All right. Dang. Listen, listen. We're we're running. We're up against the clock here. Um, we do need to we do need to to uh, end the show. But Aaron, thank you very much for joining the show tonight. We had a great time uh, having you on and uh, analyzing these past draft combines and also talking about your Jets, dude. Yeah, man. Let's go Jets, man. All right. Well, time will, <laughs> time will tell. Time will tell on how they will do. All right. But that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. We have new episodes out on Tuesdays and Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we'll see you next week over and out.